<laughs> can you believe? Can you believe it's fifty of these bastard things we already do? Is is Rod recording it or what? Probably. I don't know, but I'm asking the question. Fifty of fifty. Fifty. It's felt like five thousand. Stop yelling into your microphone. Fucking blowing my blowing my ears. Why are you move holding it, it like that? You're holding it, it like Elvis. I know how to speak it quietly. You're holding it like you're holding a microphone like Elvis or a massive black todger. Well, I, I'm I I I have to do it. My my wife she don't like it when I do it out there because I, I I the neighbors they throw things at the fence. So <laughs> so I have to do it. She made me go into the bedroom and she put the pillows under the walls. <laughs> and, you need to you need to use. <laughs> and she says she brings me some some cake and some tea. And I say, what's wrong with the fucking grapper? I say. <laughs> <laughs> I always record this lying on the floor. (laughs) On the floor? (laughs) On the floor. (laughs) On the floor, why not? Well, I'm on the floor at the end of it anyway. (laughs) 50 shows. This is the big 50 episodes. Fuck. Fuck. I never thought it. I never never imagined. No. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. What? Shad, are you still talking? Sorry, I cut you off. I don't know. All I can hear is your microphone breaking up. Is it breaking up? Move it away from your gob a bit. Away from my gob a bit? There we go, there we go. Okay, yeah. start the show, Rodney! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Moto PG, the podcast that's sexier than a crying French president <coughs> and with more integrity than an Australian contract for the submarine. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to our beloved sponsors, Made in Germany, currently having a fabulous sale of the spring on Herald <laughs> Motorcycle Fashion, Handmade Daytona Boots, I kill you for making this hard for me, they bought I access the Swiss bike gear and the pin lock, fucking fog off since 1970, oh, 1765? Yeah, they've been around for a while. 17th? People yep. not ride motorcycles in 1765? I fucking did too. They were called okay, horses. Well. <laughs> so, what, the, the, it would get the fog off the horses? Yeah, you don't want a foggy horse. Foggy horses are shit. <laughs> oh, fuck and the Velocity Vehicle Cares, importers of original biker spirits, the best bike cleaner ever made, and longtime sponsors of the Billy Van Herds. I saw him race on the weekend. Australia's answer to Kenny Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) Only friendlier. Kenny Roberts was never very friendly. He wasn't very friendly. I made him smile once. Kenny? Yeah. What, did you pull over or something? No, I said, said, hey, Kenny, your son's a dickhead, eh? And he just smiled. (laughs) King Kenny. (laughs) And Triumph Australia. The triumphant Triumph Australia. Single-handedly restoring the British motorcycle empire to its proper greatness. Hooray, God save the queen. (laughs) Because nobody else will. Welcome, Tugs. 50. You're big 50 now. Well, I'm 50, and we've done we've done 50 podcasts. I'm celebrating with a beer. This? Look, I'm drinking. Yes, I'm, I'm drinking that beer that comes from from our buddy Mike. Oh, are we allowed to t- are we allowed to tell everybody? Yeah, give him a plug. This, this is our buddy Mike who who uh, owns the Source Brewery. Oh, so you can you can get on the Source with Mike's beer. Where's you can get the source, it. Where is the Source Beer Brewery? This is not sponsored. It's this in, just, it's hello, in mate. 
No, it's in, yeah, it's not a sponsorship. This is just a shout out to to our friend Mick. He's in, Mar- he's in Sydney, yeah, in Marrickville. But you can buy his beer in in Dan Murphy's and everywhere. Source so called, beauty. It's called Source. Source. Yeah, so go okay. and look for beers with sauce. They only make the cans, but it's fucking good stuff. It's good beer. So and he doesn't he make Barry doesn't he make the beer that they sell out at uh, Grey Gums Cafe as well? Yes, is that, is that yes. Like he's, he's a Grey Gums. He brews uh, beer for Grey Gums, which is yeah, great. Special. If you want to taste it, go and try some of their pale ale. It's, it's we should tell next Michael, level. It's very good. We should tell him to come out when we do our big overnighter out there. Well, yes, that's soon. It's got to be soon. Yeah, well, Boris, that. Boris, yeah. did you like the race on the weekend? You tell me. This. I did. I did like the race very much. I liked it so much. I wrote a second Peko poem. Oh my god, Peko two. Peko two. The return it, of the pecker. That's it. How's my ass taste? Fabulous. <laughs> so if you leave, if you leave, it could be a how's my ass taste, comma, fabulous, which means it's talking to Fabio, or how's my ass taste, question mark, fabulous. Is a statement truth- of, the, of the taste of the ass. Is or there any be. truth in the rumour that he was handing out spoons for everybody to have a taste himself? You know, have a taste of <laughs> I have a cooler here for you. Look at this one. It's like when you go to a gelato shop and they'll give you little samples yes, of the little plastic spoons. Yes, the spoon. little he's, spoons. That's right. He's walking around with a little spoon. Son. You like a sample. You like a taste. But what, what's important is that we so called that. We yes, called we it. said we'd do it again. And he did. And he, he did. did. He was dominant. It was scary there for a minute because Vinales got up in FP1 and he was fastest and I thought, no, there's fucking something wrong with that. Of course he rode like shit. And then Zarco, when it rained in FP2, Zarco was fastest. And then it didn't matter because Pecco went out and broke a lap record and there he he is. So speaking of of the we told you so's, did we we tell them so's anything this week? Well, we fucked up. We fucked up. What What did we get wrong? Well, you did. What? You, what? You me? I got nothing wrong. Well, we'll, yes. we'll confess. What did we, I we get need, wrong? We need to confess. When we fuck up, we need to confess because integrity. And we always okay. confess. So and we're, okay. full of in, we're, we're full of the integrities. What, what, did we, what did we not well, you do said, right? what, you what said, did say? You said yes. that Franco Morbidelli would be not back this week, and he was back this week. No, he wasn't. <laughs> well, <not. laughs> well, he was, but he was. Well, he, yes, he was. He was there. a bit shit. He was a bit shit because his knee must. No, nah, his knee must this be killing. Bastard! He he win there last year. Yeah, he was shit. Where, this where week. did he finish this year? I think Maverick could have sabotaged his bike. He probably left a bog on the seat or something. Uh, he's just he's just testing for the rest of the year now, getting yeah. used to his new bike. But I did I did love all the people making excuses for Dovey. It's like, oh, he's on a shit bike. It's like, hello, that bike won here last year. (laughs) (laughs) He finished 18th. 18th he finished. Franco Morbidelli, what are you doing there? He's not right. He should not come back. He's he's supporting supporting the boss. tell him not to come back, but he come back anyway. He's supporting the boss. I saw a little bit of of footage of him and uh, he wasn't comfortable. He wasn't moving well on the bike. No, no, you're you're right about that. It was probably a bit early, but um, yeah. any we big were right about Dobby. Oh, yeah. Dobby, yes, he came back Dobby. and he was shit. He was crying so much, people had to wear gumboots in the car park. George Lorenzo was there. He was seen drinking <laughs> drinking Dobby's tears out of a bucket. That's you know the, much. There, there was there was one good thing about Dobby being back though. It meant Jake Dixon wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an I told you so though. 
Did you see? Did you see that? Did you see George Lorenzo? He was with the I Hate Rossi fan club. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Max Biaggi was there. <laughs> they all went, you know, they're like, okay, we're all secret members of the I Hate Valentino Rossi fan club. And none of us are racing motorcycles. The old bloke still racing motorcycles. We're all <laughs> yes, hating yes. him. And look I, at that I, I, wall of yellow out there and the yellow smoke. It's fucking Mazzano, bitches. Jesus. It was great. And even the Ducati red smoke screen didn't last. It was just obliterated by all the yellow stuff. It all turned yeah. orange. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that Dovi, Dovi had, he, he, he made a big, one bigger mistake on the weekend. He got the right leathers. Yes. Yeah. Check. Leathers. Check. Helmet. Check. Boots. Check all in the right color. Gloves? Ah, oh, fuck. I got to wear the old Ducati. <laughs> they were red gloves. Davy, what are you was, doing? Was he wearing his red Ducati gloves? They I got didn't them. notice. He, he was only on the screen for about five seconds. That's, that's <laughs> no, no, no one wanted to see him. <laughs> Don't look at me. This is Look away. Avert your eyes. I am, not, then, I am shit. <laughs> and, then, and then there was that thing after that. He was in, sitting in his pit box after the race, and they put the camera on him. And you know how they, the riders who have a bad day, they look at the camera and kind of smile sheepishly, and then they, and they do, they do that rolly things. thing, yeah, yeah, and that yeah, means yeah, next, next week, yeah, yeah. next week yeah, better. Yeah, 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 and he yeah, did that, time. and I'm looking at him going, you're going to be shit next week too. What are you talking about? <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be lucky to be here next week. <laughs> yeah, you're you're only not- here so he, he's only here so he can get a free trip to America. He's <laughs> got to right. defect and not come home. Hey, I've got an I told you so, though. Remember a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about Patronus pulling out of the Sepang Racing Team, and I said Sepang Racing Team is going to disappear up its own ass. Right? I already already had the news, and everybody said, "No, no, no, they've contracted, they've got to stay." And I was like, "No, no, they're fucked, they're going." So they they've gone, and there's now basically in, so Razlan's still around, and he's reincarnated it under a new name because giving it a new name is a great way to get out of all your contracts that you can't pay, right? That's <laughs> right. Say, yeah, that's, that's you say, no, no, that one's finished. We're starting a new it's one. It's a Malaysian thing. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it's an American thing. It's an Australian. Everybody <laughs> does. It's a Patron- <laughs> Patronus thing. If they Not Patronus. The, the, who's, the, who's the fuckwits in? Pettuccini. If they could change their name, they would. <laughs> get but, um, out of paying but, everybody. But, we, but don't, what is we, that? Don't, we don't really know what RNF stands for, do we? No, I was just about to ask you. Do you know what RNF stands for? Well, no, I, I, thought it was N, uh, I, uh, I thought it was NFR. No fucking Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's RNF. And no, I, I, okay. I've had, yeah, a few, I've had a few guesses, and I think it could be Razlan needs funds. Yes. Or racing's not fair. Yeah. Razlan's terrible nonces. Yeah. Really nasty fuckers. That, that's what he calls Yamaha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> raunchy nude fairies. Oh. Yeah. I like or, a raunchy nude fairies. Or we love it could them. be Razlan's national front. Oh, political movement. Could be a political <laughs> movement. Or it from- could be something benign like rabbits need food or <laughs> Rossi nears finale. But oh, if you yeah. left if you put an O on the end of it, it could be Razlan nukes fucking orangutans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see the footage that came out yeah, of, the, of the new racetrack? The circuit de Nazi Goring? No. Did there was, there was footage? No. Yeah, the some aerial footage, drone footage came out of the new track. It's all laid. The track's laid. Yep. And the, the walls are up. The sand traps are in. Obviously, they, they haven't put wow. uh, the curbing wow. and all that sort of stuff on it yet. And obviously, all of the, the external pits and all that stuff hasn't been built. But the, the track's actually down. And 
And it's in a beautiful location. It's right next to the water and it's it's looks, Oh yes, I've been to this place. Looks it's really nice. nice. And it looks like a really good track. It's got a nice big long straight, but then it's got some tight bits and some S's and some double apex corners and bits and it looks like a really good racetrack. Cool. Cool. It's 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 a street circuit. It's the only street circuit that the MotoGP will even entertain to go to. So they built it purpose for this from the ground up. I'm so happy they get it together. Um, They're going to test the the MotoGP bike tested there in February. Mm -hmm. So, but the problem is they got no infrastructure, nothing. They no pit line, nothing like this. So they have to rent one. I think I think. Have they got a fancy hotel nearby that? No, no, this is buy prostitutes and stuff. There will be there will be many hotels. They'll be looking like a surface of fucking the paradise. Good, that's all we want. They have a big uh, the big buildings, the big hotels like this. Because prostitutes like hotels. It's hard to get prostitutes to come out to say fucking Phillip Island. You know, they go, I don't fucking go in there, it's cold. How can I how can I strut my shit when it's so cold? You know. So, but I think they have. The, the, it'll take a couple of years for this, but they're still going to race next year. This, they're Good. very bloody confident they do this because it's such a big motorcycle market. Yeah, it's huge. Over one, it is they huge. sell over one million motorcycle every year there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all of them un- under eighty-five cc's. That's right. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They, no, that no, money, they sell them. That money they sell spends them. just as well as you know everyone else's. So news, news, bitches, news, 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 news. Well, the the biggest news was was Joel Kelso turned up. So at at Mazzano, this is one of the rare occasions where the guys from the the Chev, the Spanish Championship or the Junior World Championship, are actually racing on the same weekend at the same place and time as as the MotoGP guys. And Joel Kelso fucking smashed them. Joel Kelso came out and belted everybody. And all the guys from MotoGP and everybody's hanging on the pit wall watching because it was a great race. Well, that's a big thing. I mean, you just showed showcased your talent in front of the MotoGP circus, you know, and all, all the all the major players were there because fucking I, Italy, yeah. you know. I encourage everybody to to find it on Facebook because it's, the race is on the Facebook. You go to the CEV Facebook page and you watch this this race. He did an amazing race. Some bastard took him out in the, at the start. They crashed into him. It was Binder and, riding. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe Binder paid him a 50 and said, go get him. I don't know. Slip him some cougar in. Well, there was actually, there was actually who else was there? <laughs> some, some, someone very important was there, uh, more important than Alberto Puj, more important than Alzamora. It was the head of HRC, the Supreme Bushido, Shinya yes. Wakabayashi. I mean, that, he's, he's a major player. And if he likes Kelso, who knows? Who knows? Yes, this true. But the, you, the, there was far more than this. He had a lot of pressure because I, I don't want to say too much, but you know that when you get offered a ride in the Moto3, it doesn't mean they pay for everything. Yeah, sure. Only maybe two teams do this, Aspar and uh, Akiyayo. All the rest, you got to pay to get in. And you got to pay to eat, and you got to pay to you know. Sometimes very very expensive. I know that he didn't have to pay too much like the they normally do, but still a lot of money. And he don't got no money, and he had a sponsor interest in him. And they say we give you good money. I don't say how much, but it was good a lot of money. And if you win, if you don't win, win, you get nothing. And he won. Fucking won. 
<laughs> Good on him. This so boy can. That's we need, a lot we of need, pressure. I want to talk to him again. I, so he's a whore. That's what you're saying. No, well, no. We're, we're all saying, whore. He still. He has to raise money. He has to keep raising money. This is. Absolutely. This not job done. He still got to eat. He still got to train. It costs twenty thousand euro just to have the trainer just to train over there. Yeah. Because you have to hire track. You have to do all this. It's very expensive. Not the cheap. So I'm happy for him. We see how we going. If he need money, we 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 maybe we we pass it the hat around or something next year. We see how we go. Cool, cool. Tugs, Tugs, you had some stuff on Frankie Morbidelli, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but before we do that, I've got some Billy Van Erd news too. Uh, but we'll oh, do yes. that when we when we talk about uh, Velocity Bike Spirits because uh, they're, they're sponsoring Billy, so we'll we'll do it then. But okay. Frankie Morbidelli, so Frankie's signed a new contract, but it, it actually goes for two years. So it's well, it includes the back half of this year, but in 2022, 2023. The interesting thing about that is it means he's one of only three riders now whose contract doesn't end at the end of next year. So the silly season for next year, because there's so many guys that are either on a two-year deal that ends next year or a one-year deal for next year. So there's going to be so many of them riding for a place in 2023. And as we saw this year, those decisions get made by round five, round six. So the first part of 2022, the first five or six rounds, there will be riders racing for their careers. Never mind racing fucking, for the championship. Dicks, dicks out, boys. Dicks it's out. going to be it's going to be fucking bedlam, right? So. And at the moment, the only major guy who's still without a contract uh, is Alex Rins. Um, so he he and Suzuki are, are talking, I understand. He, but He so didn't do himself <clears throat> any favours on the weekend. No, he didn't. He, he's just fucking up left, right and centre. The only thing that's saving him is a lack, of con- a lack of talent to replace him. Suzuki's really got nowhere else to go. So they, they need to re-sign Rins, and he knows that. So they're just arguing over the details. But he'll, he'll sign. He'll, he'll sign with Suzuki. But... The, the big switch, he, here's my tip. If Jack Miller has a bad start to next year, if we get to round three, round four, and Jack's not doing really, really well, watch for Jack Miller to move to Suzuki in 2023. Ooh, there, there's big, a long-range Tug McClutchin prediction. Big call, but big call, but fair call. Fair call. Yeah, he, I think he'd do well on a Suzuki. Well, you've got to but remember that. Jack's got to fucking start doing well, like well. Consistently. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that when we talk about MotoGP. But Suzuki, Suzuki loves Jack. We know that they've told us that, and Jack loves the Suzuki. Jack thinks the Suzuki's one of the best bikes in the field. So, you know, so there, there, there could be a match made in heaven there one day. But who knows? He might still get his shit together and go great guns with Ducati. But at the moment, he's second fiddle to Pecco. So, but here's the so news: Frank, Franco Morbidelli is is locked in for starting next year. Two more years. Two years. But when we start next year. Only uh, the 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 what is uh, the the Fabio Bindo. Quadrat Fabio Fabio is on the contract to the end of next year because this is one yes. year next year between. Yes. My yes. prediction is we won't even get to the first race, and I will sign him for another two years. You what? probably yeah, yeah, Fabio. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yamaha does love having their factory contracted riders locked they in. They do for early. A of they years always time. jump early. Yes. Yeah, they do. But I think, but the interesting thing is, when we when we start, so as of the end of this year, the only riders who are contracted past the end of next year are Mark Marquez, Darren Binder, and Franco Morbidelli. That's but it. Marquez's contract is a twenty twenty nine or some bullshit with twenty twenty six. He's contracted till he's ninety three years yeah. old. Yeah. That's why he wears yeah. the ninety three on his bike. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, hey, here's some other good, news. Here's some other how, news. How was how was Jorge Lorenzo's uh, introduction <laughs> to commentating? What did that's you think? The news. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how he manages every time. Every time. 
We've lost tugs. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. This is fantastic. Hey, tugs. we tugs, tugs we can't hear you. We, can't we lost hear you, you there. We can't. Yeah, to hear all our you. listeners at home, we are of course still recording remotely. What? No. Do <laughs> 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 you hope Rod's recording all his swearing and Rod, cursing? Rod's Rod's record. Uh, yes. Oh my god! We can't, anyway, we can't we lost hear Rod. He's, Am I back? Is, yes, you back. are. There I'm you back. go. Fucking there technology. Fuck technology. Oh my god! Yeah, just just so the listeners know why why it's all still a bit dodgy here is that we are remotely talking. We can't be in a studio because plague. Because of COVID, yeah. But um, and because Tug McFadden hasn't had his second COVID shot, his five G reception's pretty shit. <laughs> All right, moving, moving right you, along, uh, moving right along. We have other racing news. There's been a lot go down in the world of motorcycle racing, of motorcycles in the motorcycle world of motorcycle racing. That's a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best introduction I've heard in a long time. <laughs> hey, we, we, talked, we talked last week about Ant West. So Ant West uh, went over to ride in the Baldor 24-hour race, yeah, and he, he finished 10th. His team came 10th, which is a- Fucking not bad. It's a fucking great effort for a privateer not team. Bad. They were down by 19 laps, and uh, Barry, you, you, you took some notes here about qualifying. I did, I did. The, the um, reigning world champions, uh, the Suzuki- uh, endurance racing team, CERT, dominated qualifying and set a new lap record on the Paul Ricard circuit, just ahead of Yamaha's um, endurance racing team and just ahead of BMW Motorrad World Endurance Team. And, uh, and, and then they won by, it was a really close Yeah, yeah. 19 laps they won by. This, yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a nail-biter. <laughs> well, like all endurance racing, you sort of set out with the best of intentions to watch it, and 10 minutes later you've passed out on the couch and you wake oh. up and they're still racing or kind of just circulating around the track and then you go I, to the I shops. Have, and I have been to this 24-hour, uh, the, the Baltimore 24-hour Le Mans. It's so funny. Everybody goes there and watches the start. Then they go and get very drunk and throw up and fall asleep in the paddock. <laughs> And keep a drink. Then they wake up and they're like, and they watch it to finish. It's so funny. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Do you that's know, hilarious. Do you know the funniest part? It's a, a big mate, party. A mate of mine rang me and he said, "Oh, how did Aunt West go in the in the bowl door?" And I said, "Oh, good. It went really good. He come tenth. And I said he was about fifty laps behind the winner. You gone fucking what? He's got <laughs> fifty laps behind. And he said, "Well, what time did the winner do?" And I said, 24 hours it took." He's gone. What? We, like that's the same as it was last year. So yes, mate. That's the yeah. point. It's twenty four. It, it doesn't get faster year by no. year as the technology How many improves. Laps doing no. twenty four hours, motherfucker. That's what it is. That, that's what it is. Do you know what though? Here's an interesting stat. I looked up. I looked up the results. The SRT SERT team, cert team, that won. They spent just a touch over thirty minutes in the pits across the whole 24 hours. So including all the wheel changes, refueling, rider changes, all the shit, that bike was only stationary for 30 minutes in 24 hours. Well, that, and- that's why the manufacturers love, you know, they spend expend so much money on the endurance races because it really is a measure of how well you build fucking motorcycles. And I, the thing that's I bad. love about it is it's like it's like watching fucking Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome because yeah. Ant, Ant West posted on Instagram a picture, or it was a little video, a walk-around video of their bike at the end of the race. And the thing is smashed on every – smashed on the left, it's smashed on the right, the front of it's fucking smashed, the back of it's fucking smashed, it's all held together by gaffer tape and fucking – it's like Toby Price has been at it with the cable ties. 
the thing is absolutely fucking trashed. Like it's it's going straight in the fucking bin. Yeah, but it was well, good, they, but it was good. Raced it for twenty four hours. Yeah, that's it's right. gonna I, I I remember years ago Rossi and Colin Edwards they did the the Suzuka eight hour. Yep. That's the fucking eight-hour race. And Rossi was a young man then. He only just coming into MotoGP. <laughs> and he's, he fucked, right? He's saying, like, I'd never do that stupid shit again. Never. <laughs> and this was eight hours. This is fucking 24. 24, yeah. Well, yeah, Aunt, yeah. Aunt West said 10 years ago he was never doing it again, and yet here he is. <laughs> well, you know, he's had a bit of time off to reflect and I, relax. I, I have some news from WSBK paddocks. I hate the fact when they put the World Superbike on the same weekend as the, the I know, Moto Jeep. I know. I know. I well, like you, you'll be anyway. pleased to know that the criminal Redding was there and he stole seven wallets, five handbags, <laughs> and, re- and Johnny Ray's rent a car, but he did real well in the racing anyway. He did, and Johnny um, didn't. Johnny didn't have a great weekend. No, neither did Rats, Cats, and Superglue. He DNF'd. <laughs> yeah. But um, Reyes still leads the championship. He's only six points ahead of Toprak. No, so. no, other way around. Toprak's leading. Toprak, sorry. Yeah, I beg yeah. your pardon. Tom, Tom Sykes is not in a good way. <laughs> no, really? I'm serious. He's did not in a good way. Did he, he got a fucking, Yeah, he had a big bastard crash. Oh. Um, he's in the hospital still. He have uh, the head injury. So, oh, uh, but no, cool. He's going to be okay, but he's, uh, he's not, oh, okay. he's not he- well. He's not well. But he's going to be okay. That's what's most important. Did you guys- I ring, find out. He say, I'm good, me. He says, I'm <laughs> good, me. Oh, oh, I, Fredo, I'm good, me. <laughs> the accent, I, I was like, okay. Bye. He's definitely hurt. <laughs> he's not well. But maybe he's just his accent. I don't what else we got? Yeah. Hey, did you guys see the American Superbikes, the last round of the American Superbikes? No, that was on this weekend as well. And it rained like nothing I've ever fucking seen. I've, <laughs> I have never seen rain like this where they've still tried to run a race in oh, it. Oh, really? It was fucking under, out of control. And the thing was, it, it, it was raining when they started. It was raining heavily when they started. But they fair enough to make the call to start. I think it was borderline. But throughout the race, it got worse. Worse and worse and worse, oh, and fabulous. and with with about two laps to go, the leader came down. He crashed, and he was literally in a fucking straight line. He, he was riding in a straight <laughs> line and just aquaplane and just went down. And he slid. He slid all the way. He was on a straight, and he slid all the way to the corner and then off onto the grass. And he stood there. Climb, he's getting his bike up, but he's waving his hand as if to say, "Call the race off," because if they red flag it, it goes back to the previous lap, and he wins. Yeah. Problem was the guys in second and third. One was Loris Baz, but the other guy on, on racing for the podium, they'd also crashed and made their way back up through the field. So the officials were stuck going, well, hang on, those two already crashed and they've worked their way back up onto the podium. Just because you've now crashed, we can't fucking call it off now. There's only a lap to go. So so they let it run and it was just water streaming across this fucking track. And yeah, and it ended up, yeah, first time I've ever heard of a race where the top three, all three guys on the podium, all crashed during the race. They all crashed and remounted and still wow. fucking beat everyone. Unbelievable. Good. It was great Good. to watch. Good. Did they race the baggers in the rain? I don't know. They would have had I'll plenty have to of. Go and watch now. They would have had plenty of grip. <laughs> hey. I like I like watching them baggers. And the other thing, the other thing I watched, and this is really really cool for our Australian uh, Australian listeners. Australia competed in the uh, the World Cup Speedway semi final on the weekend in Latvia, and just fucking smoked everybody. So the boys are off to the final, which will be in England uh, in a little while. I can't remember when the final is. Another month away, it's, I think. It, it's live on Foxy Sport. I know this one. Yeah, I watched it on Ko. I watched the replay. They will have yes, Ko will have this one. And, and uh, so, but 
But we haven't. Uh, uh, I love the speedway. I mean, if you don't amazing. wait, you, it's amazing. It's five hundred cc bike. They got no brakes. They got no gears. The fucking it goes they, sideways. At they're crazy people. Crazy people. I love yeah. it. I love to watch. And each race only take a one a one and a half a minute. Yeah. But Australia, Australia, not a winner the World Cup since the two thousand and two. No, you're right. But I, I think this year. So long time. Yeah, look, and it's going to be tough. The Eastern Europeans are brilliant. The British are brilliant. The French this year are doing really well, and um, and the gen- fuck it was it was unbelievable to watch. But I I got to say, hats off to Jason Doyle. I mean, he's a previous solo world champion. He yeah. just fucking smoked them on the weekend. He was so good. Max Max Frick rode really well too, um, but Jason Doyle he was the one that got us through. He he, he was just incredible. It was a great ride. Excellent, great Excellent. former world champion too. Yes, yeah. great. Okay, so we're now down to. Their beloved sponsor made in Germany. Ah, yeah. And there's hey, a lot going on here. Guess what happened with the gloves this week? Oh. No one won them. Nobody won the gloves again. No, because our, our, our listeners are hopeless. Bastianini. <laughs> because no one would have picked that. They're not hopeless. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what <laughs> I don't understand? pick at the podium. I, I pick the same as Boris. Yeah. I pick at the same as Boris. I, no. I, pick, I picked fucking um, Bags to win, Fabulous to come second, and Miller to come third, and That's that was I happening pick. until Bastianini arrived. No, but do you know, it didn't happen. Do you know the thing about the gloves, though? One of the rules is the first person in. So, it, so for example, if somebody had picked, if two people had picked the correct podium, the guy who gets the entry in first is the winner. Yes. And the amount of people who write exactly the same thing as seventeen other people before them, like it doesn't take much to just have a flick through and see if anybody's already they put care. the they're, same. They've gone rogue. <laughs> so I've made an executive decision to give the gloves away. Okay. Anyway, anyway, who, who are we going to give them to? So I'm just going to like we did last time. I pick, I pick a number, and you the count, guys. yeah, the pit crew guys because okay. they support us. We support them. I'll pick a number, and you count down that list of people who've got hearts and minds questions, and that's who wins the gloves. All right, no worries. So the, the number this week is seven. 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 Oh. Hang on. Seven. Seven is the number Barry of the Sheen. counting, not six, and not eight. But seven. Five is not enough. Not enough. Seven. Eight is too many. Too much. This guy's name is Zarkos Landlord. Zarkos Landlord. That's a great name. I don't think that's his real name. Probably not, but I'll get in touch with him anyway. Do you live in Australia, Zarkos? I don't know. Well, if he doesn't, we'll work it out. We'll figure something out. We've sent the gloves to America before. We've worked it out. Yeah, and in case okay. in case everybody's wondering what the, what the what the pit crew is, if you, if you go to our our website motopg.co, you can follow the link to our Patreon pit crew. And people that join the pit crew, it, it costs them about the same as buying us a beer per month or, or one of us a beer per month, and you get a whole lot of extra content and you get to win the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> when I lose, more my often shit give when, them away. Yeah. All right, so what else have we got? We, the the competition is going well. We've got a killer entry, an absolute oh, killer entry. The video. That guy, that guy. I don't think we're we, going to get any more entries. I, <laughs> they've all shut themselves up. Entry. Yeah, yeah. It was Did he drink. really take a dump on, on Michelin's desk? Well, <laughs> it certainly looked like it. <laughs> if, if you're not sure what we're talking about, go to our Facebook page and just scroll oh back a little bit. And you'll, you'll find a link to this guy's he, – he made, he made this video and put it, it on. It was brilliant. 
It was all unbelievable. The, all the entries are there. All the entries are there. They're all very good, but this one is this. And, and is you know, we don't there. pick. We don't pick the win. No, we're not going to pick go the to other people. So maybe the people, the judges, they don't like. You don't know. Yeah, I don't. Know. I like yeah. it. I don't know. But it, well, it, the it's good to see. And that they like Stacy one. Stacy one. It, it's good to see that everyone is actually like kind of abiding by the the loose rules. You know, the held logo has to be there because it's all about held. I think we might get Axel from Hell to to be the judge. And, um, yeah, keep it short, keep it sweet. Keep I'll tell you what, I, I've had a few people contact me and say, oh, that's not fair. That guy, was he's obviously a professional and got a studio. And, and he actually sent us a, a making of video. So he did a video of the making of that video, and it's all done in his fucking lounge room. Like, he did it all at home. He did it in his garage or something. Like, yeah, good on him. He's just been in lockdown too long. <laughs> Look, it's exactly got to be right. – it doesn't have to be professional. It has to be clever. That's what it has to be. It has to be clever. So what else we got? We got the uh, the well, they're they're made in Germany sale, and that's still going, and it's going until probably tomorrow. I, this I would one, think. I look, it's cheap. I went on the website. I have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's you go to www.mig.bike, mig.bike, um, check out all the on sale goodies. There are lots and lots and lots. Some of the stuff is like half price. Some of the stuff is thirty percent off. Some of the stuff is twenty percent off. But there's lots of bargains to be had. Yes, it's good, good. I, I like. I, I look. I, I'm trying. I, my, I'm going to buy with the summer jacket. I look at the summer jacket. Very nice, sexy. They got some nice Very stuff. Very sexy. Hey, okay. Barry, did we do any? Yeah. Uh, have we got any cultural awareness and empathy training this week? Oh shit! Fuck yes, we do. Oh shit! Oh, fuck yes, we do. I, San Marino. That is like there's so much culture and shit there, and and I was so inspired by the anthem of San Marino, which is <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest racing song ever, or the most awful caterwauling I've ever heard. I love that chick; she's amazing. <laughs> I thought she was Somebody. summoning Satan there for a while. She's, a, That's what she's it sounded an, like she's an opera singer who dresses in like black leather short dress and if I, yeah, yeah. pretends to if be meatloaf. If I'm ever like. in San Marino and I want to get on the gack, I'm going to give her a call because <laughs> she definitely had some good gack. I, I, was, I just Did had to know. I had to My know goodness. what she was singing. It was fantastic. So I had to know what she was singing about and I looked it up and the, it's actually all rather prosaic and benign. The, 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 the words are simple. It goes, oh, ancient republic, honour to you, virtuous honour to you, generous fidelity, O oh, virtuous one, uh, honor and eternal life and glory of Italy, and that's pretty much it. But the question Not like the here Italians is- to talk about fidelity. No, 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 no. <laughs> or us anymore after we stab the French in the back. Um, but why has this place even got a national anthem? You know, like, well, what, but did you, did you not? I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed because. I know this. That, that's the, what she, I've done. They, they, she sing the, the San Marino national anthem and then she fucking rocked it up into the Italian national anthem at the end. It was all going did on. She? Yeah, yeah, she did on. both. Yeah, but then she went. But the, then she went back into the San Marino one at the end, didn't she? Then she went back. Yeah, she was it's doing a medley. Uh, um, uh, yes, a medley. A medley yeah, so, <laughs> national so, anthem so, medley. So the <laughs> the listeners will probably the listeners will want to know the, the the ones who are not fried on gack at the moment want to know <laughs> <laughs> why has San Marino even got a national anthem? It's because San Marino is a micro state. It's actually a republic within Italy. It, yes. It's a country within a country, so it's very. T- it's the smallest republic in the world. It's only sixty-one square kilometers, and its greatest claim to fame, and it's a pretty good one, is that it was the only place on earth that democratically elected the world's first communist government. 
elected communist government. the communist government. Yes, in 1945, Brilliant. which then ran the place till 1957, and everyone came to their senses and became normal, crazy Italians who changed their government every three weeks. And um, But what's interesting, what's really interesting about San Marino is that it's named after a Serb oh, called... Of it is. I'm fucking telling you. You think I'm making this up? I'm not. I've researched this. It's a What's Serb- his name? Come on. His name is Marinus. Oh, I thought it was Marinus. And, now, and how it works is like this. Tradition San holds. Boris. San, San, Boris. San, San Marino. Boris. Fucking listen, cunts. Shut up Sorry. and listen, right? Sorry. This okay. is Sorry. important. Yeah. You're not being culturally empathetic, right? Yeah. So oh, the way it works is that in the third century, that's 300 AD, this stonemason, who came from the Serbian island of Rab, R-A-B, on the other side of the Adriatic Ocean, which is now part of modern-day Croatia and then part of the Serbian Empire, he was fleeing persecution for his Christian beliefs during the Diocletianic persecution. The what? The Diocletianic persecution. Oh, it's the persecution of Diocletian, right? Look, we won't, we don't need to go into it, but he's running away from being persecuted. Right. So right, he, it, yes. He swam, he, he swam he all the way to, to San Marino. <laughs> And he was still only known by Mar- Marinus, which means literally of the sea, because he came out of the ocean, he crawled out of it like a homeless vagabond, like Zarco. <laughs> and then he became a deacon, and he was ordained by Gordentius, the Bishop of Rimini, which is nearby, right? Later, and, and this is good, it gets interesting, because later on, he was recognised and accused by an insane woman of being her estranged husband. <laughs> Right, this is so Italian, right? So yes. he fucked off. He fucked off to Mount Titano and built a chapel. Titano, Mount Monte Titano, fucking Monte Titano, and built a chapel and a monastery and lived there as a hermit. And all the local villagers thought he was very holy, and his reputation for sanctity grew. And then finally, a lady from Rimini, who was the owner of Mount Rimini. Titano, right. It was named after her boobs, decided to give him the mountain as a gift. And the lady was Rossi's great, 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 great grandmother. So oh. get the fuck right? All I heard was all I heard was titties and rib jobs. And then and then and then but the bit the bit I couldn't get past was right at the start when we were we were we were talking about medleys on GAC and all I could think of was Johnny Young and Young Talent Time from forty years ago. I don't even know what that is. No, I do. I don't, I don't know. But why, yeah, why would you think of that? Yeah, I know what that. Why would you think of that? Tina Arena. Okay. <laughs> right. No idea, people. No. So now we must come to velocity vehicle care. Yes. Ah. Now tell, you were waiting to tell me about the Billy Van Erd. Yeah. So Billy, Billy, he's left the the Junior World Championship and told his team to stick it up their ass because that was yes, going up going the ass. up the ass. Billy. Going fairly poorly, and and he's gone. He's been offered a ride straight into six hundred Supersport in the World Superbike paddock, um, and so he had his first race on a Yamaha. I think he's running Yamaha. Um, finished twentieth in his first race out of thirty five starters, and he started poorly because obviously it was his first ride, so his qualifying wasn't great. Um, so he started in a pretty poor position, worked his way up to twentieth, which was a great effort. And then in the second race, he blew the fuck out of the motor. He did a maverick. So the, the engine fucking detonated itself. There's seen photos of it. There's bits. So is he going to race for Aprilia now? 
I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, it's, but it's a good start. I mean, and his best his best lap time, I think, was was under two seconds away from from the leader. So it's, and he's he's not on uh, the fastest bike in the field. So really, really good start from Billy to be thrown in the deep end into six hundred Supersport and um, and Stark like that. I, that's a, that's a fantastic result. But there's um, a big difference going to six hundreds. <laughs> From the from the Moto Three, you go from, you know, the, apart from anything the much bigger and heavier and fast that the, the they're a production bike, you know, it's not. The, yeah, they're not a race bike. No, and, not yeah. And I think, look, I th- I think it's great that Velocity Vehicle Care is still his sponsor, and yes. quite frankly, this you know I'm not going to blow our own horn, but we you know Tugs, you got some numbers out of how much original biker spirits has been sold as a result. Lots. Of this podcast, yeah, which has all gone, which has all gone to help Billy Van Erd come twentieth in his first fucking race in Catalonia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, no, no, but this is this this financial support that Velocity Vehicle Care provides for Billy is crucial. And yeah. you guys who are buying this original bike of spirits need to hold your heads up with pride that you've actually helped. So, how much of this stuff have we flogged for him? Well, we, we've sold over hundred and sixty cartons. Of this stuff, you're fucking shitting. It's over. It's over two thousand cans. And when you consider, it's not. You can't just go and buy a can. You got to buy a, a case of twelve. So it's not an easy thing for I people to that. buy. But we really appreciate everybody doing it. We know you've. It's taken a little bit of work. You've had to get together with some mates and pull your resources and whatever and and buy a case. And we know everybody's done it to help Billy because the money goes to Billy. It's not. No one's. You know, making a. Yeah, we're not getting it. Velocity yeah. vehicle care is not keeping. Go straight to Billy, and that's great, guys. Yeah. So well done, everybody. It's it's um and, and it also helps us because we can go to other advertisers and say we sold two thousand cans of this shit. We can sell yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a hundred thousand dollars, bitches. <laughs> yeah, right. but hey, before we before we move on, I've had uh, some uh, inquiries for, from some people who can't find mates and who just want to grab a couple of cans. And there are a couple of stockers, so we've got uh, a couple of shops that are selling stuff. We've got one in Brisbane, one in Sydney, and one in Melbourne. And I'll just and tell you. Has got it. And Grey Gums has got it too, Grey Gums Cafe. So if Grey any- Gums, yes. So if anyone wants it, here's where you get it. So if you're in Melbourne, Mornington Ducati, so you, you can figure out where that is. Once, <laughs> once you're allowed in to leave Mornington. your fucking house. <laughs> sucks to be you right now. Mornington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mornington Ducati has it. In Sydney, TRE Motorsports at Holroyd. It used to be called Shivos. It's kind of still called Shivos. Shivos. Um, so for those of you who have been around a while, you'll remember Shivos. So Shivos gone now, but Darren Trelaw, famous speedway sidecar rider, fucking won a million world championships, that guy. Uh, so it's now called TRE Motorsports in Holroyd. So uh, check them out. And if you're in Queensland, um, Dave's Motor Clinic Hello, in, Dave. in Hayward Street in Stafford. He has it. He doesn't have any this week. You're gonna to have to wait till next week because these they're getting some shipped up now. So Dave's Motor Clinic in Stafford in Haywood Street. So go there and get some. Yes. Yes, do that. Good. Excellent. All right, so Moto so, Three. Well, hang on. So those of you who no. want to buy a box, you can still get it. So go to ebay.com.au and do a search for uh, bike original bike spirits spray and make sure you look for the one that says Moto PG special and you can order a case and they'll ship it straight to you. Get together you know, with some. Do you mates know our friend Jimmy Zografopoulos bought just, a case? He, he just bought some. <laughs> he just bought you some. Bought a case. No, <laughs> That's a great name. It, it's his fucking name. I followed Jimmy up Thunderbolt's way on our last tour, and he's a lovely. Show bloke. you his cooler. <laughs> no, he didn't show me his cooler. I, I, I was going to kill him and eat him if he rode any slower, but he didn't. 
I told him that too. I said, you fucking die here. <laughs> I almost die on the Thunderbolt way. That's, that's a scary fucking thing. I'm going thing, to make bacon one. out of you. I'm going to make bacon out of you. That's it. <laughs> but he didn't know. He did well. He did well and he bought a case. And good on you, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Let's do Moto 3. Yes, let's is. talk Moto 3. Hey, how good and was how good was you go what? first. What? What? <laughs> I was just going to say, how good was that crash between Yuki Kuni and, and Sura in FP3? We just ran fucking Liberace'd him straight up the cooler. It's like, and when I, when I saw oh, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. When I saw it, I thought, now, if there's ever going to be an example of someone riding too slowly on the racing line, that's it. If, and if the stewards don't do something this time, then I, just, I fucking give up. So what do they do? They fucking disqualified him from the whole weekend. Ooh. Yuki Kuni. Yuki Kuni out for the whole weekend. I mean, and to be fair, it was a really fucking horrible thing for him to do because in that, that that's a one line part of the track, right? There is nowhere else to go. And he slowed down in the middle of that that couple of right handers and but and Sura had nowhere to Mizano, go. Mizano does bite hard when it bites. There was a it lot does. of high yes. sides. There was a lot of yes. high sides this weekend, not just in Moto3. Moto3, they were flying. Oh, fuck it. On, I were. thought Onshu was going to space. Yes. Oh, that was yes. That was magnificent. <laughs> that was a cracker. But here, but here's here's my question before we before we leave that first bit. What are the stewards going to do next weekend when someone's riding too slowly? Are they going to fucking disqualify him? Or does that only happen when you cause a crash? Do you, no, do you, I think well, they they should I think they've started the process and I I applaud them for this. Thank you very much. I think it's, you, you get one warning, and then in the fuck same you. weekend, you do it again. Same weekend, you fuck him off. If you, but you can carry that point, that warning to the next That's round. It. Yep. And if you, you know, and then you have to be, have three good rounds without the, any warning, bef- and and then they they go back to the start. So again, many start rules. The warnings again, but make the monkeys fight with knives. Y- fuck. Yes. So many okay. rules. I agree with don't you. Don't go slow. I don't care about everything else. Just don't go slow. That's and stupid. That, and, and Bori, what's going on with, with baby Jesus? Pedro God. No, I not- want God to win everything, but he's not winning everything. And I was going to ask you blokes, what the fuck? You know, he's never qualified well. He's always qualified sort of shit. It's and, never mattered. And we've all That's seen him. Bad. Yeah, and we've all seen him ride like a thousand bastards through the whole pack. And now he's... He can't seem to keep the pace up. Well, it's not fuck Mitchell because Mitchell doesn't supply ties to them. It's, it's Dunlop, <laughs> isn't it, or Bridgestone or whatever. It's Dunlop, yeah. It's Dunlop. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's two things. One is, you'll remember last week I, I said to you, I looked back at his performances in Red Bull yeah, yeah, the year yeah, before, said, and he, he, he won everything. And then fades. Won everything for the first half of the year and then fucking disappeared off the face of the earth and just hung on to win the championship. So maybe, maybe that's playing on his mind a little bit, what happened last year. But the other thing is, everyone's just got their shit together now. Like the other guys. That's right. Yeah. Garcia yeah. and Rod- if Rodrigo stops fucking catapulting himself into the sun, he, he's a player. <laughs> Fanati has been. Fanati is. Fanati is the man <laughs> on oh. form. Like the last. <laughs> fuck. The last month, Bernardi has just made him look average. Oh. He also, cr- I've been crying like a broken bearded dwarf. He was smashing them and he crashed. It was you know, so the, he, went, he went bald in that race. Yeah. Gonna, in yeah. that race, he went bald. I was going to say, that was the funniest part. He got into the pits and sat down and, and tilted his head forward, and I've gone, oh no, the little dwarf's bald as well. He's falling out. <laughs> Can anything else go wrong with this boy? He's an ang- angry bald dwarf. Poor bugger. I don't but, know. But he has been. He has angry been bald dwarf. But he has been the fast guy. The last month, he's the man to beat. And him and the fog, foggier too. Yeah, yeah, the foggier. Oh, the velvet yeah, fog. So they're equal right. second now. They're coming after the the, the like. Did Pedro better pull his finger out? Yeah, yeah. So 
Well, you mentioned the second. So the championship is Pedro on 210. Foggia and Garcia are tied on 168. So well, what's it's that? Nothing, it's not impossible. Definitely not. Impossible. Definitely there is not a question I have here. There is a question I have here. Is Masia, the beautiful Masia, is he tough enough? Is he tough enough for this for this sport? Look, I, I think Garcia Garcia bashed the shit out of him on the weekend. Every time Garcia had an opportunity to stick his front tire into Masia's leg, he did it. And I, I know how to make him tougher. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I want to get yeah, Doctor Costa, right? and, yeah. and improve and generally improve things around the world. You know, because we all we all understand Masia is beautiful, right? He's beautiful. He's beautiful. Boy. He's beautiful. Yeah, the other one who's beautiful is is Rossi's brother. Oh Luca yeah, Marini. Luca Marini in a bikini, beautiful. In a bikini. So yeah. in a bikini. Now, if Doctor Costa can can insert a uterus into Masia, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, get them and to make baby. They marry. They marry, right? Because that'll toughen him up. I mean, I, I figure getting a uterus grafted into your belly is going it's serious <laughs> shit, right? That's a major operation. Well, women will toughen than him men up anyway. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know? it is. And then, and then they can have they can have babies, and you know, it'll be they'll be the most beautiful babies in the world because Masia and and the Rossi genes, and they'll be fast babies if they're boys, and hot babies if they're girls. That's a great thing. Let me say, you've gone out on a limb a few times yep. in the in the fifty episodes. That, that's yep. probably one of the picks. That, that's, <laughs> you want to craft a uterus <laughs> into Jama Masia so yep. that. Luca Marini in a bikini can punch him with his doodle and <laughs> make him pregnant, him? and then they're going to have a world champion baby. That that is the <laughs> that's I, I the don't best. Know how we got onto this? But thank you, Boris. Yeah, you're welcome. And people, I, was, yeah. I almost cried though. I like the the party. I'm all Italians: Foggia, Antonelli, Emilio. Yeah. It's Mizzano. They got to be Italian. Yes, it's very good. <laughs> I'm very great. happy. Very we got a motto too. Moto2 was we should go to Moto2. Let's talk Moto2. Do you know the best Great. thing about Moto2 uh, this week? The very best thing about Moto2 <laughs> is Jake Dixon was back in at losing in the class that he most belongs in. <laughs> the fucker came 19th, right? So he's, he's been the first lap, yeah? Yeah, he's been <laughs> fucking around, fucking around in MotoGP and throwing he his hands in the air. He wants to go into MotoGP. Yeah, he's throwing his hands in the air saying, I've got a bad tyre or fucking the world's against me. If, <laughs> If, up, if things it. were better, I'd be fighting for the podium in MotoGP. I just need more time. Goes back to Moto2, 19th. Yeah, like, yeah, fight Fucking the stay there. Man. Stay there. I'm sorry, Jake. You suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it. it's just I, I'm trying to find something positive to say, and that is a, probably the most positive thing I can say. Jake, you suck. You don't belong there. Go to BSB. Don't go to World Superbike. You suck that, there too. That's go to BSB <laughs> and suck suck behind uh, somebody else. That said, it was a great race with uh, I'm sorry, Remy. But it's true. The, the I thought Remy was going to win. Oh, if it wasn't for that, he's back end step. Oh, you see that? Talk about what on the last speedway. lap. Fuck. He was catching. He was catching Fernandez. But you know what shits me says? Fucking commentators rave about Fernandez like he's the second coming of Christ himself. Well, where he, Remy, he, Remy is winning, winning the championship and every bit is quick and if not quicker than Fernandez. I think it's because Fernandez, Fernandez is a rookie in Moto2. Like it's the first time in. The boy's like okay, 12 or something. Okay, it's that. Yeah. This is why. And, and I see him, but for me, he's like uh, uh, Top Gun, like the Maverick. He look uh-huh. like the Maverick. He act like the Maverick. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be such a tool like the Maverick. We find that when he gets up, <laughs> up there. But 
But I don't think we he's going to do heat, well in MotoGP. Put a bit of heat on him. First year, I think he go too early. He should stay in the Moto. If he stay in Moto Two one more year, he perfect. He'll be unstoppable. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, another year in Moto Two would do him really well. I think. But that's well, it. I, I mean, the thing is, he'll go to MotoGP. There'll be no pressure on him for two years. Well, you just feel your way for the first two years on on the on the Tech Three bike, and if you get some top tens, that's a f- fucking fantastic result. So he, he gets he'll get time. I, I'm very happy that Remy Gardner is going to MotoGP next year, but I'm not happy he's going with 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 KTM. I, I still don't think they're this consistent enough. I want to see him go. Uh, somewhere else, but Suzuki. yeah, Replace anywhere. Fuck but him, the bigger bike will suit Remy because he loves yeah. the bigger bike. I, well, I'll give you the tip. I, I think you're right, though. You touched on something there, Bori, and that is after a year, Remy's, Remy's going to be hot property with every other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, so too. Rem, and it's not going to matter what Remy's results are like early next year because the other teams know what he's capable of, right? So well, they look. Well, it, it, he's at 271 now. Fernandez is at 237. It's not a done deal. There's, there's 100 points left. Four races left. Remy can still lose this. It'll yeah. be an epic tragedy if he doesn't win the world championship. But you know, like anything can happen. Anything. I like. I like. Cadet came uh, came a third. He was on the podium there, and I like the way they <laughs> tell him to put himself in the shop window. So he sees a dummy in the shop window wear a bow tie. He thinks I have to wear a bow tie. I think that's why he wear the bow tie. I, I why are you know, fucking wear a bow tie on the podium? I, I, have no idea. I have no idea what's going through his fucking I just, head. I want him to win a race. What's because, going on? Well, he said that he'll tell us at the end of the year or if he wins a race. So as soon as he wins a race, he's going to tell everybody what the bow tie's about. He, he, Does anyone he, care? Like, he he look more like, gangster than, than, than any gangster I ever see. Sure. But I've never seen no gangster win a bow tie. Sure. I, I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We must... Of course, now deal with our beloved sponsor, Triumph Australia. Oh, yes. Oh, what are we doing this what week? What do we got this week? Well, pretty much what we've had every week since we started. This is their third week, and um, I think they would like me to talk about the magnificent speed twin that they've got. They've, they've oh. just launched – they've also just launched that speed triple, which um, I'm getting oh, very shortly. This yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that speed triple oh, with the little fairing on the front. With the little fairing on it, oh. yeah. Can I have one of your others if you get this one? I want to try this. this, this yeah, the, uh, well, the speed twin, the speed, the speed, speed twin. twin is a weapon. Talk about uh, – it's an upright twin. It's a 1200cc upright twin with sticky tyres, um, super-duper Brembo's on it, and it's just a gorgeous-looking thing. It's absolutely stunning. I, I can't sort of step over the fact that Triumph seems to have – Really, really special motorcycles, really good and important yeah. motorcycles throughout yeah. its entire range. Uh, you know, they've, they've got the lot. They've got you know the king daddy of all motorcycles, which is the Rocket Three. That's, yes, that's the bike. That's the hill I die on. That's that's the bike for me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It's got this this brand new you know the the, the Speed Triple, which is like got to be one of the best. I can't say it's a naked bike because it's got a little fairing on it. No, but. And that's, you know, of course, the peanut gallery is going, oh, they've ruined the speed triple. They've got to have two headlights. If you remember, bitches, the first speed triple had one headlight. I right? don't that's, care how many fucking headlights it's got. Fuck how many headlights it's got. It's you a good looking put a candle on the front door, I care. It's a fucking good looking motorcycle. I can't wait to ride that one. Um, and what I want you to do is I want to encourage people to go and test ride them, go and see how good these things really are. I shit you not. I'm a huge you? Triumph fan. 
And I entreat you all, because lockdowns are slowly fading away, and soon the three of us will be in the studio again, smelling each other's mank, and I can't wait for that. So It's not, it's not mank, mate. Uh, it's something else. It's, it's mank. mank. I, I can't wait to get on my fucking motorcycle. I just want to ride. Yeah, come out. We're, we're going to do that. So we're going to talk I about sneak it. out every day. Our live to. podcast out of Grey Gums. But we're going to uh, now, now, bitches, go to Triumph Motorcycles. All one word, triumphmotorcycles.com.au. Book test rides. Go and test ride the fucking things. Go Jesus. test ride this thing. Yeah, it's test free. ride them. Tell me I'm lying. Go and ride a Rocket 3, then come back and solve it for a, a speed triple, and then come back and try a, a Tiger, and then try, try them all. Try them all. Well, what do you care? I, I see the, I see, I'm here I, to I tell you that riding other people's motorcycles is the greatest thing in the world. There is no better <laughs> thing. <laughs> Until you crash them. <laughs> well, don't crash them. Don't do that. Don't crash them. But anyway. Hey, Byron. All right. Have you got the poem for oh, us? I've you got say a you, poem. you got the poem. Everybody, Peco too. Everybody wrote in after last week and said they, they loved the Peko poem. And who were you, you going to write a poem about this week? Well, Peko won again. Oh, you did another Peko poem? I did another Peko poem. Fuck, Peko won again. I'm not always going to do a poem about the winner. I'm going to do a poem about who inspires me. And Peko inspired me again. Jeez, you're making it hard for yourself doing two Peko poems in, in a row. Yeah, look, I can't, I, you I must have know, run out of things that rhyme with Peko. There's not many. <laughs> There's nothing that rhymes with Peko. Oh, not I've, even I've, orange rhymes with Peko. <laughs> so you ready? We're going to go. We're going to go. All right, here we go. Peko 2. How's my ass taste, young Peko said, <laughs> as Marquez cried in his dad's bed. Mark's father held him oh so tight. The toothy fuck just cried all night. And then the circus packed its gear and in San Marino reappeared, a track young bags used to play on, a track that welcomed his heart on. <laughs> and what a fat did Pecco bring. T'was truly an impressive thing, all purple veined with mushroom head. He could have fucked a hooker dead. His fat had... <laughs> Sharp cunts. His fat at Aragon did bloom, impressed the girls inside the room. But then the fat did not recede. It stood straight up just like a weed. It would not go away at all. And let me say, it wasn't small. It's bigger than a baby's arm holding an orange from a farm. And try as Pecco's missus might all through that first exciting night and every damn night after that, to take away his mighty fat. She failed to make his knob a bait. She even fucked him with pure hate. But back it came in seconds flat, that mighty veined and glistening fat. And when he brought it to this track to go and have another crack, at winning races go to woe, young Pecco sure put on a show. He made old Gigi work all night to modify his tank just right. A furrow Gigi had to make where Pecco could rest his meat steak. He could not race without a place where his stiff dick could rest in grace. So Gigi tapped a carbon groove so Pecco's knob had room to move. <laughs> and when the race began at last, we also Pecco go real fast with fabulous hot on his tail. Who thought the young Frenchman would fail? But fail he did. He could not match the speed at which Pecco did scratch his big stiff cock thrust out in front and using fat Ducati grunt. That's when fabulous tasted ass, just like Marquez, whose wins are sparse. And, 
And Fat Knob Pecco took the win. He jizzed so much he filled a bin. His girlfriend cried her panties off. His mighty cock, she'd have to quaff. She knew there wasn't any way to stave that off. She'd have to play. But there was one bloke in the race who came along with his war face and handed Jack his Aussie ass and flogged Marquez and showed real class. The one whose coming's called the beast. Upon their slow old bones he'll feast. But not right now, maybe next year, when young Inaya will bring the fear. Let's hope when that time comes around, Bagnea's fat has gone to ground. His, his girlfriend's efforts are not in vain. We hope that she can stand the strain of dealing with a deathless fat, a chubby like a baseball bat. It won't go away, it won't die down, all red like the nose of a clown. We've got to put these in a book. It's <laughs> just that is brilliant. You okay, Fredo? Oh no! It's, <laughs> and that how you find so many words for the penis? I use a rhyming dictionary. <laughs> oh no! The, where do I find the words? Um, oh, I used the to work for the picture magazine. We had three hundred and twenty words for the word cock, <laughs> and like eight hundred for the word vagina. Because we had to we had to um, get around the the office of film and literature classifications. We had to make up words. So God. that's what I do. God. But anyway, I'm glad, I hope you enjoyed it. I wrote a poem about Becco too. <laughs> Let's hear yours. Do you want to hear mine? No, you, yeah, no. want to hear yours. Mine's a limerick. You know, okay. I love, you know, I love limericks. I do. Yeah, it's not it's as, my it, job. It's not as good as Boris. Oh, well, you don't know. <laughs> that. You know, I'll, I'll come. I'll do it just for a second place medal. And there once was a racer called Pecco. And I must admit, finding words that rhyme with Pecco is <laughs> very, very difficult. Hard. But I had a, I had a go. There once was a racer called Pecco who had skinny shoulders just like a gecko. <laughs> <laughs> his, his girl tried to fuck him silly, but he had such a little willy that when he put it inside her, it echoed. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm uh, trying to Google what the gecko is. <laughs> It's a, it's a skinny little lizard. Oh, flat yeah. feet like Shoulder. pooch. Like pooch. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly like pooch. The uh. leathery gecko. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Banjo Patterson. They should put my face on a fucking banknote after that. Oh God. Oh God. <sighs> so MotoGP. Okay. MotoGP. Finally, we get to talk about the race. Yes. Well, Shinya Wakabayashi was there. Oh, was boss man. Oh. HRC boss man. man. Talk about an inscrutable motherfucker. Jesus, they don't come any more inscrutable than that. I am hearing that the pooch is in trouble. Good. That's how it should be. That might be, be. That might be why uh, why uh, Shinya was there. Mr. Wakabayashi-san. Yeah. Wak- Did he Wakabayashi him? Well, it, Waka. Well, there's, there's two, there's two rumours floating around. One of them I really don't get. The other one I do. So one is that they they are talking to Simon Crafer about coming in and, and running the HRC project. That'd be cool. Well, I haven't had that from Simon. I haven't asked. You know, I'm not going to ring up and ask him. But uh, so that that's a rumor floating around. I, I don't really give that one much. I, I know Simon very good. I, I call him and ask. Him. <clears throat> call him and ask him. The other the other one is that uh, Livio Livio Supo is on the shopping list. 
So Livio Supo, for those who don't know, he was the guy heading up the Ducati project who brought Casey Stoner in and yeah. took him to World Championships. And then he also brought Casey to Honda. When um, So he went to Honda and brought Casey over to Honda and won a World Championship with him there too. Um, so Livio was the guy running the show before Pooge, and that's when it all turned to shit, when Livio left. So, mate, well, mate, it didn't turn to shit straight away because fucking Marquez Kylie came. Minogue would do a better job managing HRC than fucking Pooge. Potentially, look at what he's done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I he's totally destroyed agree. destroyed the preeminent team in MotoGP. Just because, yes. yeah, yeah. But he had he inherited Mark Marquez yes. from Supo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he inherited him and go look how what a good boy am I? Look how well I'm doing. But no, he's already fucking there. He do nothing. To future proof, just in case something happened to to Marquez. I mean, what is what is his big big claim to fame? Really, Paul Espargaro? Yeah, really. Yeah, that, look how well go. that's going. Yeah, fucking look, Alex fuck. Marquez was doing just as well as Paul Espargaro when he was in HRC. It's this, bullshit. It's yeah. bullshit. So I, mean, I, also, hope, I hope they. He also bought George in. Don't forget. That's right. <laughs> that's another <laughs> big success. <laughs> Um, come on! I, I, if I'm if I'm head and paid him a lot of money too, if I'm head Bushido, I just go in there and <laughs> just chop his yeah, head off. Yeah, yeah. I'm Fuck sorry. You, you. Here's a sword. Go and cut your belly open. That's it. That- while we're while we're at it, you know who else needs to get hold of Livio Supo, and that's Suzuki. Yeah, well, they are. They're also actively shopping for for they, a, a they replacement for W De Bribio, aren't they? Yes, they've put an ad out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, they they originally. Yeah, well, when when dot com. Yeah, and when Davide left, they the the Bushidos thought that they could they could handle it with the guys that they had there, and I think they've proven that they can't. And and the the little bit that's missing is is what Davide brought to the table. It's that man management. The two riders have fucking gone off the boil without him. So you know, and, I, and, and, I, and, that's, and that's actually you know the, the more obvious it's, it gets more and more obvious how crucial that is because yep. the, these guys are highly strung fucking murderers. Yeah, and, and then they need to be gentled and coddled, or they need to be flogged, or they need to be, you know, they need to be inspired to to ride motorcycles faster than anybody else. And when you look at how close the field is, you know, like there's one second celebrate separates yeah. the top twenty in qualifying. That's, that's nothing. It's absolutely fucking nothing. I mean, you absolutely. you you back off in Curvone a split second before the the, the next guy, and and you're in twelfth instead of first. You know that that's how close it is, and that's a confidence thing. You, know, you can do all the bike setup you like, but if the confidence isn't there, you're ratchet. And that's yeah, what Davide Brivier – and guys like Supo and Brivio, that's what they bring to the table. That's what they get out of their riders. Or, or Ruben's house. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Did, did you actually hear what he was saying? He's a he's, fuckwit. He's a <laughs> spider. He's, he's, speaking, he's speaking English, and it's just what random words I've heard put together in some kind of order. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to talk shit at Simon Crafer and hope Crafer's too stoned to know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> you said fuck nothing, nothing. Shut up, Zeus, you piece of rubbish. Stop talking. Go away. The, the thing, that, the thing I love about the thing I love about Ruben the most is no matter what question he gets asked, he manages to make it all about himself. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit like when George was there on the weekend. Like the the guys the guys in the commentary box would cross to George and say, "George, what do you think Fabio's going to do now?" And he goes, "Well, when I was in this position, this is what I did." It's like fucking not asking you that, dickhead. What should Fabio do? (laughs) But it was. But we we see HRC make all of these mistakes that they never make before. That's desperation. 
It's desperation. Totally. And the desperation is, totally. is start. It starts from the if they ride that the best rider in the world, and that is Marquez, is currently you know you know before he have this crash, the best rider in the world. Nobody doubt this. If you like him or not like him, and sure. when and he's a panic now. He's a bigger panic. Yeah, you can and see you it in see, his eyes. You see it in his eyes see, when he's sitting in the pits. He's not happy. It's following everybody like a homeless person. He's, he's, he gets upset with his crew when the tires aren't warm yeah. and he tells them to take it off and he goes out and then he crashes trying to chase someone. Yeah. This is, this is, this is desperation. So everybody, this is not a happy garage right now. Uh, and not R- R- Rins, who is a massive twat himself, is busy putting the slipper into him in social media saying, why does he need a wheel? You know, why does he need to follow someone? I thought he was eight-time world Don't champion. Don't worry about it. Look at what Miller does. That, that's it. That, um, Jack does. Come on, boy. Let's yeah. go. And you know so, what? When when Mia does stuff like that and, and comes out in the media and says, "Oh, Marcus, he, I don't know why he needs to," Marcus just sits there and smiles and goes, "You're fucked. I got yeah, you. He's got, he's got to fucking it. got you." Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, and, and and Marquez knows that next year, assuming he gets back a bit closer to full fitness, that mental edge is what's going to win him races over some of these guys. Yeah, so he's yeah, Mark, he's look, putting Marquez, the. Mark, look, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I'm not a Marquez fan. I'm but fuck. I'm just oh, really? so not a Marquez. I fucking hate the prick. <laughs> But I can acknowledge that he's one of the most mentally tough people out there. He's physically, he's a monster. I mean, I know that he's going through all sorts of you know, physical issues. I mean, he's, he was doing nothing but shaking his fucking shoulder all weekend. Exactly, and, and his he, hand. Like and the, his hand. Yeah. It, yes. it, it, clearly, that shit is not getting better. He's not resting it. I doubt he'll ever come back to, to what he was, and the others have caught up anyway. Um, well, the other but, thing that's happening... Sorry, Barry, you keep going. No, no, please, go on. I was just going to say, the, the other thing that's happening now is Marquez. So when Marquez first came back, he, his intention was, I'm gonna, I am going to, want to win some races this year, right? And he, he's managed to, to do that. Um, he's now looking at the rest of the year as testing, right? So there's still that thing in the back of their mind about, does he pull up short this year and, and not compete in the last couple of races and go and get some shoulder surgery to give himself I, the max, maximum time? Is, I think it's true. I think yeah. what you said last week is true. I still think they will. They are going to send him. Well, I'm not thinking. He'll go not. to Texas. They are, he, they're sending him to Texas for one fucking reason, not to win the race. Sell bike. But because it's very, very – to sell motorcycles. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Honda, yeah. big market for the American market. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, Honda, Honda brought, you know, 400 different chassis. I mean, they'd bridle yeah. out their testing, the testing next year's chassis this, this weekend, and that. Yeah, so so I think there's one of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to he's going to pull up stumps after Texas, go and have the shoulder surgery, give himself maximum time. One way or another, he knows that he's not going to get a lot of testing time in the off season because they don't have a lot of testing for the factory riders anyway, and he's he's going to be recovering again, right? So he knows that these next couple of races. This is testing for him. So this is him testing components for next year. So he's already riding on a different chassis. So he's already testing, it, even if not in the race, in some of the free practice sessions, he's riding on different components and he's testing for next year. So so that's what he's doing. It's, and something that he said while we're talking about him, something that he said after the race I thought was – it's a yeah, real I insight <clears throat> real insight into his character. So he was asked in the press one of the press conferences – because he was he was pretty happy with fourth. In fact, he was very happy with fourth. And the the interviewer said to him, "I find it strange that you're happy with fourth place. That's not really a Mark Marquez thing." And his response was, "I don't chase ghosts." He said, "When you're in a difficult situation, you have to be realistic. Sometimes Honda has given me the title. Other times I gave it to them. Now we both have to improve." 
and and that's but that's that's a really well it's a really um it's a sign of a guy who is completely and utterly realistic about the situation he's in right and yes. he, and he knows that there's well, some championships I, I, I he won agree because with you. Yeah, there's some championships he won because he was on out and out the best bike in the field. And then there was a couple that he handed to Honda because he just beat everybody even though the bike wasn't the best bike. And now they're in a situation where it's not the best bike by a long shot and he's not healthy. So they've both got to figure out a way forward. And yeah, he- shooting shooting Pooj in the back of a head and throwing him into a, a, a fucking furrow full of lime and then <laughs> throwing in <laughs> fucking meat-eating weasels to chew on him and then shit him out and run all over the place, right? That's that's a solution. Fuck Pooj off and get someone else in there. I think so, that's the first step. I think that's definitely yeah, the first step. Get rid of Pooj. Fuck him, right? So Ducati 1-2 in qualifying, sensational. Sensational. Yes. Yes, was, Miller was. It, it, it was. I think Miller was surprised that he was there. But I tell you what, I tell you what, he needs to do a lot in the race. Though Miller has to get something together. I Marquez think. Yeah, beat him up. Marquez beat him up, but it wasn't for fucking me being fucking penalised. Um, Jack would have been sixth rather than fifth. Yeah, but Mir took Jack, Jack. Probably would have been able to hold those two off. Jack was was coming forth into the second last corner, and Mir did one of his fucking shit house dive bomb moves and and ran into Jack and took them both wide. And then Marquez took advantage and went from sixth to fourth. Um, but I, you know, th- there's no love lost between Mir and and Jack. We know that. It was wonderful to see the beast, though, wasn't it? Oh, he's on the suddenly Bastion on the boil. In, in, Why is he suddenly on the boil? Because he's at his home beast. track. Uh, he knows this that's, track that's better it. than the back of his ball. That's it. He's had yeah. sex with, with, with local bitches on the on, on the corner. Track. On the climbed, track. Every on the corner. track. He's yes. climbed the fence. Yes. He, yeah, he, he could he, smell it. He could smell goes, it. Ah, that's I remember it. this one. That oh, was Giovanni. Yeah. Giovanni. Yeah. I did her <laughs> there. He knows. That's it. Who was it, Giovanni? I'm not saying. Giovanna. 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 Now, tell me also, what's happened to the sister Ruda? What the fuck? Well, <laughs> do you know what we went into the we went into the summer break thinking weather's warming up, KDM's coming good on the hard tires. Yeah. Brad and Oliveira are both starting to show some form. Well, I was I was convinced we were going to come into the back half of the year and Binder would be chasing podiums and Oliveira would be winning races. I, I just yeah. assumed that that's what was going to happen, and, and none it, of that's happening. They've gone backwards, and I don't see know what why. happens when you get the baby batter up your sister. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> you go to slow. Stop putting baby batter into your sister. He make it the baby batter. He make it the baby with the sister. And now we go slow. <laughs> this, well, they, they, this, they say every baby. There's a lesson in this, boys and girls. Listen to yeah. Uncle Fredo. Don't they say baby every- batter your sister. <laughs> Don't baby batter your sister, all right? Every- just, just putting it out there. Yeah, no, no cream pies with the baby batter. There's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God, we're so in trouble. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not condoning it. We're not drunk. saying don't do no, it. No, that's nothing not, wrong with it. It's up to you. You want to do it, it's fine. But, you know, no, look what happened. There's fucking lots wrong with it. There's fucking shit that's wrong with it. Well, look, they say they say every baby's worth 0.3 of a second a lap, and maybe when it's done with your sister, it's worth 0.6. Oh, <laughs> so, you know. I, I, I was happy that Vinales looked good and then was shit. 
That made well, me happy. Wasn't, but it wasn't good. He just got out and did a good lap before the rain came. <laughs> yeah, but then that's he did a good game. I, again, I top right? both sessions. No, you didn't. You fucked. Well, and he also tested around there a week ago. So you know, yeah, you expect if anyone was going to do good, it was going to be him. Dob- in, Dobby, in Dobby magnificently rode heroically last everywhere. All and he got a long yeah. lap penalty. Oh, I, yeah, he got a long lap penalty. I actually that's won nice. a bottle of Jack Daniels thanks to Dobby. Oh, from from our mate um, Todd. Todd. No, no, Todd. My mate Todd on on Facebook says to me, he goes, "We we, we should have a bet." I said, "What about?" He said, "Whether whether WCS is going to beat Rossi." I said, "Well, like the retiree championship that they're having at the back all by themselves." <laughs> he said, "Yeah." I went, "There's no way. There's no way WCS can beat Rossi here." And he didn't, and yeah, the long lap penalty certainly helped. Right? He, he sent but, me a message and told me he'd had that bet with you, and I said you're an idiot. <laughs> but um, there, there were actually several wondrous long lap penalties. Zarko, fuck. Zarko got one. Yeah, Woo-hoo. that'll teach you to recall your fucking ambassadors, pal. Fuck off, yeah. right? There you go. <laughs> Martin got Martin got two long lap penalties because he fucked up the first long lap penalty. It was yeah, given he crossed a second. the white line. Yeah, yeah, and then and, and Marini. I'll yep. tell you who else should have got one, or actually should have got two, and that's Pecco for the jump start. Fucking jump. You saw that. He jump started. I saw that. I, I don't he moved think, early. You don't think Lynn Jarvis would be up there, you know, screaming like a banshee if it actually was a jump start? Mate, I, I was waiting for Johnny Ray to turn up with his $50 protest <laughs> fee and, and try and get himself an extra five points in the World Superbike Championship, we're calling it. No, he definitely jumps. I've seen footage from behind the bike. So from yes. from behind, there's there's onboard footage from, and I can't remember who was in the middle of row two, who was in in I can't remember who was in P five on the grid, but whoever was in P five, there's footage from their their camera in the front of their bike, and it clearly shows that Pecco moved while the lights are still red. It's split second, like it is so close, it's not funny, but he moved before everybody else, and he moved while the lights were still red. Definitely, there's only like two frames in it. If you go forward two frames, and you're talking about cameras that run at high speed, so there's there's fuck all in it. But Cal Crutchlow, go but back. Zarko, Zarko is in P5. Well, there you go. Zarko. So it's from Zarko's camera. So, And you can see because he's right next to Jack. And Jack and and Fabio in, in P3, they're not moving. The lights are still – you can see the lights. The lights are still red and Pecco starts to move. So it was definitely a jump start. But you go back to uh, – the last one to get pinged for this was Cal in Argentina two years ago, maybe three years that's, ago. That's right. And he got a ride-through penalty. Destroyed his race, and and he got virtually no advantage because he started to move, and then he hit the brakes and stopped. So he he virtually got virtually no advantage. It was minute, and this one was minute too. But if it's good enough for Cal in P seven, it's good enough for Pecco in pole. And it should have been these days. It's not a ride through penalty. You get a double long lap penalty, but that would have been enough to put Pecco back in P six. No, no. Pecco's in Italy. His giant massive cock is fucking sitting on his tank. He's not getting any fucking can, ride through penalty. Can you imagine the, the kind of se- the kind of security escort the officials would have needed to get out of there? Well, exactly if, right. If, if they'd given Pecco <laughs> an infringement for a jump yeah, start, they're not stupid. No, but it was definitely definitely a jump start. He went. Early. There's no doubt. Yeah, about look, that. I saw that too. I thought because I always watch for that now. I'm very curious to see how nervy they all are. And well, we haven't so had good. too many. We haven't had too many jump starts this this year. They're so uh, good. They, their reaction time is phenomenal. Yeah, they are yeah, so absolutely. good at it. But absolutely. yeah, it's, he was just a fraction early. And oh, look, it, it is what it is. But <clears throat> seriously, it should have got done. I, I don't like. I think the the, the penalty for a, a jump start is is really harsh. 
Um, but it is what it is. That's the it rules. It is what it is. So what else we got? We got. Oh, we spoke about Rins crashing. That's good. He's doomed, or maybe I not. Think, yeah. Suzuki well, <coughs> well, he's you know he's I, I, probably I, got he's probably got a couple of races maybe early next year to prove himself, and that does yeah, not look good for yeah. him. Look, and the thing, I, I still, I always hold out some hope for Rins because he's got the speed. Like he, he is one of the fastest guys there. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Yeah. He just, there's something wrong with him losing the front. He never high sides. Never like, it's always the front end washing away before the apex. Always, and uh, you just think maybe because they're putting a lot of pressure on him. So maybe that pressure is is starting to get to him, and he's just pushing and pushing. And he knows he's got to beat his teammate first up, so he's pushing to beat his teammate. So, uh, fuck, it's, it's a tough position when you're a rider riding for your future and you need results and then you crash trying to get them and people go, oh, you're just a fucking crasher <laughs> when you're actually riding beyond what the bike's capable of because you're trying to get those results <laughs> to get your contract. It's it's a tough gig, you know. It's a really tough gig. So we go to America for yeah. the next race. Yes, Cotter. And this is, this is uh, for years, this was Mark Marquez's uh, domain. Yep. Yeah, win everything there. Yep. The last Indeed. time we were there was in 2019 because they'd not raced there last year. Uh, not uh, you know, so the 2019 is the last time. And and Mark Kes crashed the last time they were there, if you yeah. remember. Yes, he has and the rings, the rings he win. Yep. And you know who come a second? Rossi. Rossi, that's right. And then the Ducatis come after that, the, the, the Miller, the Dovizio. So um, I, this, this is going to be very interesting. I think Frankie came a fifth last time we were there too. So all, I don't know, all, gentlemen. They're all, Texas, they're all in Texas. They're full of steaks and barbecue and Texan stuff and things. And Yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Guns. <laughs> I didn't want to. I don't want to go down that road. They've got the firearms. They got blasted. firearms. Yeah, they got firearms. Um. So wait, who's going to win this one? Who do we think? This this is a tough one, and I I don't like Marquez's chances, and he's acknowledged this too. Everyone says, oh, it's his, his, his almost his fucking home track, but it's a very very physical track to ride. Coda is is really really tough because there's some changes of direction that you have to do under virtually under full power. So it's it's very hard to to take the bike from one side and flick it onto the other while you're yes. really hard on the gas. And there's there's a, a spot there where you have to do that, and he's going to really struggle with that. So I think he's going to lose time in that section. But look, I mean, you never write him off. But Fabio, for me, that guy can can ride on any fucking tire selection that he wants. On, you know, and on he, any circuit. Now, on any circuit. On any circuit. Absolutely. I mean, he he rode on a medium rear on the weekend. Everyone was running soft rears. He he rode on a medium. And he could because yeah. he, he basically said, I can run the same pace as them on a medium as what they can do on a soft. And I, I know I'll get race distance. So you're you're, pick, you're picking Fabio to win at the Americas? I can't see how he doesn't win. Well, having said that, I mean, fucking anything can win there. Rins could come out and win. The Suzuki's yes, a good can. thing there. Rins it, could it, win. Yeah, yeah. Rins could win. I, I think I you're think, right. I think, I think, Mart- I think Martin's going to come along. Potentially. I'm feeling it. I, I, I also think I think we, we can see that the the Ducatis have improved the have, package. Yeah. So you know the thing can work a lot better. Jack Miller only eight seconds off of the it came a third on the pod. It was on the podium in twenty nineteen. Only eight seconds behind the Rins and the and the Rossi. That's a much um, better bike now. You know, um, uh, there, uh, uh, Sorry, uh, uh, Fabio Cotterara was twenty six seconds away. Twenty six. 
but he's different rider now, and he's with the factory team. So everything adds up, and I think it will be Rins, Mila, and and uh, and Fabio. and Fabio. This is what yeah. I think. I think the the thing that stands out for me about Fabio the, now, for the, yeah, for the rest of the year is Fabio and that Yamaha have come up with a package that's so flexible. He can he can adapt to different tracks better than anybody yes. else. Yes, because he can choose. He's got a better range of tires to choose from because he can run a soft or a medium. Whereas other manufacturers are going, we have to run the software. We don't have a choice. We don't have the speed on the medium, so we have to run a soft. Fabio's going. I don't give a fuck. I can ride either of them. So that and that's a powerful thing. That's a you know. So I, cool. I, I don't know. I'd love to see Rins win though. I'd love to see Rins get up and win a race. Just to throw another whole massive fucking spanner in the works, and just <laughs> just to give us more shit to talk uh, about. Well, look, know, I, I always know who I don't want to win. I don't want Pole to win. I don't want <laughs> fucking you, Mir to win. You don't have to worry about Pole winning, mate. Be right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would love to see Rossi get his three hundredth pole. It'll be great because you don't great. want to retire with two hundred and ninety nine <laughs> fucking things. Yeah. After all that time, you're like fucking hell. If like they Donald. had any Donald. fucking class once this like Fabio could very well wrap up the championship in Cota, couldn't he? Yes, he could. Yes, he could. And if yes. that's if, done, if Bagnaia does you, not get a point and he yeah, wins, how about you fucking let Valentino have a podium, you pieces of rubbish? These are these are the reason you all are there. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah. So listen for for every class for those that are wondering if any any rider finishes. So if Remy or Fabio or or Pedro finishes. This or the next round, seventy-five points in front, championship over. That's right. No, so there's only three rounds after that. So if there's seventy-five in front, it's done. It's math arithmetics. Yeah, and each of them will bitches. win. On a, each of them, bitches. even if somebody ties them on for the seventy-five, Science, they'll win on a countback anyway. So no matter. All right, we're done. I think so. We're done. Okay, everybody, enjoy the uh, circuit of the Americas. We can't wait to see you talk to you after this one. But when, right now, we're going to do uh, uh, some more for the, gonna, for the for the people. And keep an eye out on our Facebook page. We've got a live podcast coming up at Grey Gums very soon. We'll let you know what that is. When that is specifically, we just got to wait a bit more until they sort of loose, loose the chains off the lockdowns a bit more, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. So very fun. Fuck him, fuck him. Yeah. If you're in Melbourne, just forget about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not going to happen. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for your for your um, kind attention. See you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.